Hey, hi, how you dir? Sabia and Marty kind of drop a talk on your. It's me and my sis hanging in the fort, getting kind of torched, and now we're about to fill some buckets or something. <laughs> uh, that was my attempt at a at a, okay. a theme song rap. What do you think, Martha? <laughs> um, I don't know how anything will ever live up to that standard. Wow. Thank you. You it, filled my bucket. It was well, well. Better get your pen ready. You're about to be signing some. Uh, yeah, I record need to get my deals. rhythm. I need to get my rhymes up, though. I just um, anyway. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Ab, and this is Marty, and we're doing a little Thursday happy hour podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, just honestly, because life is busy, and Martha was working, working a lot. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. I was working too. You know, we had we had some angry followers text you this morning, like, yeah. "Where's the podcast?" Everybody at? was like, "Yo, it's Thursday." Everybody, all three of them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, it, guys, but it was it was my fault. I I'll I'll have to quit my job and and maintain the podcast full time. <laughs> I mean, we didn't skip, so you know, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Got to be flexible. Better late than never. That is what Shrek always says. Or no, he says better and then better out than in. Yeah. Right. Th- both apply. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this week we are talking about one of my favorite topics ever, and it is bucket filling. Um, if anyone knows me, they may have heard me talk about this a little bit, so we're going to get into that and kind of talk about... All the aspects and components of bucket filling and some stories that we kind of have to maybe make it relevant and then hopefully others can take it and use it to um, their advantage. But I figure we can just kind of like take a second and check in first. I don't really have anything to check in about, so I'll... I I don't... Do you have anything to check in about? Mm, I don't know. I think I've still been working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I had a... Not super busy week, but I did get floated to a different floor, so that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall... Same, same. Same, same. Yeah. You know. Same here. I'm trying to be productive at home, and I think I struggle a little bit with being in my same four walls. Um, So some days are, like, really productive, and other days are, like, not, and I don't really know what the difference is yet. Um, Mm -hmm as to why. So I think that's one thing I'm just struggling with because I feel like I find one thing that I feel like gets me productive and sets me up. And then Mm -hmm. the next day I try and replicate that and I don't feel the same way. So it's kind of, I'm kind of just like figuring it out as I go. But yeah, work is good. Work is busy, which is a blessing. And I think people are just like getting used to being at home. Um, But I do think people are kind of going crazy and it seems like yeah, there's lots of... Well, I mean, yeah. we already knew that. People are always yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're always crazy. But I think, I mean... One I didn't day, mean we're, but other people. Yeah, that too. One day this week, I did sleep. Over a 24-hour period, I slept for 20 hours. Yeah. And uh, some people would say that that's not productive. Every once in a while, but, I think about, like, maybe you have mono or something. <laughs> But I think it's just that you work a different schedule than the normal human being, and the body needs sleep. Honestly, after that day, I felt amazing. Yeah. I would love to sleep for 20 hours. 
It was great. I feel like I wouldn't actually sleep, though. Like, you actually are sleeping. I can lay in bed for 20 hours. Yeah. I mean, I think it does take help. intermittent naps. It does help that I take, like, pills. Yeah. So. Yeah, knock you out. Yeah. You know. What's it? Anyway, never mind. There's, like, a Travis Scott song where he's, like, half a Zan. Took half a Zan and then he's out. Ah, uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I obviously should not <laughs> dabble in the rapping. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I have still been trying new things and, like, trying to... Out like a light. Like a light. Yeah, hey. that's, yeah, that's, that's it. it yeah. Yeah. He's a lightweight, though. Half a Zan. I'm just kidding. I can't taste it. <laughs> I don't take Xanax. No, me neither. If I took a Xanax, I would be out like a light. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so trying new things. Um, I think I talked about that a little bit last week. Like, just trying to create differences and new experiences and trying new things to honestly keep myself busy and to not um, fall into any type of, like, I think, just negative mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the, the recent thing... And that's, like, the t- the few that I've done have been, like, really good. I feel like I, like, weighed my... I tried, like, LED whitening, which, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't a huge thing, but I only usually use strips, and I feel like the LED did a really good job, and, like, I really enjoyed just the having something new mm-hmm. like that. And then, like, I did self-tanner, which I thought worked out really well. Yeah, and you I was good. FaceTime dates, which worked out really well. And then I decided, and anyone who, like, is a nail person can relate to this, but, like, I wear acrylic nails. So I'm a nail biter. I have been for as long as I can remember. And the only way that I can keep myself from putting my fingers in my mouth and, like, feel good about my hands is having my nails done. And so, like, I've had full sets for years, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. literally, I just, like, always do. And I'm a two-weeks... Same girl, same time, every fr- every every two Fridays, I go and get my nails done. And, like, with quarantine, that has not been allowed and that has not been able to happen, which, I mean, first world problems, right? Like, I should not be stressing about it at all. And so I've been pretty, had a good attitude about it. I mean, I definitely have bitched and moaned on my own, but um, I decided to try and do my own nails. And I didn't go as far as, like, trying to replicate acrylics because I don't think that I can do all of that and I don't want to buy all of the materials because I don't want to buy it all and then not use it. Mm -hmm. So I found this thing that's like a crossbreed that's kind of like and it creates acrylic nails and it's called polygel and it's been like all over my Instagram and I've seen tons of ads for it. Mm -hmm. So I decided to try it and it is not working out. Yeah, I'm really sorry. It is not working. So I don't know if it's the brand that I bought or just the thing all together or maybe my nails are too short. Yeah. So I'm kind of coming up with some problem solving. So it's kind of nice to have a challenge because now I'm mm-hmm. focused on like how do I get this to work? How do yeah. I get nails? Yeah. I've also seen a lot of women like posting about clip-on, clip-on nails, stick-on nails. Mm-hmm. I have a friend in college that used to always do stick-on nails and like her nails always looked great. Okay. And then she'd pop them off when she had to go to work because she was a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my, right now, my challenge that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is so minute to what's going on in the world, but. However, I do have a great idea. Okay. All right. Not that we have to do it, but I feel like it might be fun in, in the aspect of trying new things. Maybe we can Google search how to, um, do, um, hypnosis 
and I can hypnotize you to not bite your nails and then you can grow out your natural nails. Or maybe you'll just quack like a duck for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, part of me was into that for a second. <laughs> and then you're like, nah, she'll fuck me I, A large part of me was not at all into it at all. Um, I think the na- getting my nails done is also just like a self-love no, thing. I, I, I enjoy good. it. It makes yeah. me feel good. Um, but I have thought about getting hypnotized mm-hmm. to, like, stop biting my nails and see if that would help. But um, I don't know if I would trust you on your Google diagnosis of hypnosis, I don't know if that would be the best. Yikes. Sorry, I'm, I love you. I'm a I love licensed you, but professional man. Hypnosis, I think, is not as easy as you would, no, you would I think. think so. But um, I have thought about that, trying that out. Maybe after we're out of COVID, I'll go talk to a hypnotist. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's cool. I mean, it's life. That's yeah. basically, I think everybody's in the same boat, kind of bored, mm-hmm. looking for things to do. Um, so. Yeah, I think wh- one thing that I'm trying to do this week and I talked to you about already is like um getting more crafting Mm -hmm, supplies mm -hmm. and doing some more crafts and stuff like that on Mm -hmm. my days off yeah I've actually been thinking about that a lot Mm -hmm. ever since you mentioned it I like keep seeing people with like tie-dyed sweatsuits yeah I really want to so we're doing that but it's a reverse tie-dye where you buy like a black or a blue or a gray and you like bleach it it. with maroon too okay that looks cute that looks cute yeah yeah I mean sounds cute um but yeah, I, I'm about it and um I I really want to try new things. So if anybody has any suggestions for cool um crafts, crafts that you think we should try and do, I am totally about yeah, it. Yeah, or like DIY things. Yeah, yeah. I love DIY. Yeah. Me too. Love it. That's why I used to work at Lowe's because I yeah. get got to see like all the cool stuff that people made. Yeah. I also would like to just go to Lowe's. I miss Lowe's. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. We can bring Snoop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, all in all, have you been like, I feel like a topic has been like social distance dating and that's been like something we've kind of both been exploring, but um, I just was curious if that's like still been something going on with you this last week or if you just... Uh, I mean, I feel like this week I've been particularly tired, mm-hmm. more so than last week's, like previous weeks. Um, so on my days off, I feel feel like I've slept yeah. a lot, um, i.e. the 20-hour <laughs> sleeping mm-hmm. period, but um, uh, not really, not in the aspect of, like, I haven't had any um, FaceTime dates or Zoom dates or whatever, but, like, I have still a couple that I could have if I chose. Right? Are they still there? Are they still matched with you? I mean, I have like 50 notifications from like, I think people are bored, so they're literally just like on dating apps, swiping left and right. Yeah. I've gotten bored of it. I've also noticed that over this last week or so, I've like stopped watching TV. Mm. Because like I was, I'm not going to lie, like the TV plays in the background, Mm -hmm. but like I've also noticed that there's times where like I'm not on my, like I'm not like watching TV as much Mm -hmm. and I think I'm just bored of it. Um, I'm also kind of bored of the apps. Yeah. Um, I really actually the other day was thinking I want to find a good book, mm, like a mm -hmm, book mm -hmm. that you binge and can't put down, that type of thing. I can't relate, but I've heard people do that. (sighs) Yeah. Finding a good book that like I I would enjoy and and actually want to read versus like forcing myself to read. I think I could do an audible. So if you find a good book, tell Mm -hmm, me and then mm -hmm. I'll see if it's on audible because I just can't read. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is a topic for another day. (laughs) 
we can get into that. And I'm yeah. sure there are, I hope, I hope there are lots of others out there like me. I know there are because I've communicated and mm-hmm. connected with my community of dyslexics. But, um, yeah, good book is a good idea. The, the, I'm kind of like talking to a guy. So like I mm. didn't meet this guy on a dating app, but I did have a FaceTime date with him and it was really fun. And so I've had multiple actually now with him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found it really funny because I feel like I was talking last week about how set up yourself like rules for the FaceTime dates and mm-hmm. like only do 30 minutes and stuff. And then like my first FaceTime date with him, I talked to him for like three hours on the FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And um, I just like laughed about it afterwards. And I'm like, that's so funny that I was like, be controlled and like, you know, just give yeah. yourself this amount of time. And then I just, I think when you're vibing with somebody though, it you kind of just, like, let that yeah. stuff go. Yeah, I mean, the guys that I've talked to and been talking to, like, prior to coronavirus and not from dating apps, I, like, whenever I FaceTime with them, it's for multiple hours. And Oh, that's good. It's usually, like, deep conversations. Yeah, I keep getting into really deep conversations with him as well, so that's mm-hmm. that's interesting. I'm, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, I think maybe... I'm bored of the apps, but even, like, I'm not looking for someone to talk to because I have somebody I'm talking to, so that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have been playing in my head how, like, I want to keep my options open and I mm-hmm. do want to go out on dates, so I shouldn't just be too quick to kind of, like, cut everything off. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, but that's been my week. Pretty good catch-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and for today, we're going to kind of, like, talk heavily about bucket filling. And so I'm really excited for this, Martha. All right. Is. Yeah. So bucket filling. Some of you may be thinking you walk into a frat house party, you go down into the basement, and there's a bucket full of jungle juice. And that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I was now. like, wait, where is this going? <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Um, that is not the type of bucket filling we're talking about. We're talking about a different type of bucket filling. Do you want to explain what bucket <laughs> filling is? Um, a lot of times when I talk about how this topic, people will think of it's kind of an iconic video that a te- that like a teacher comes in and he has a bucket and he like puts in all the big rocks and then he puts in the small rocks and then he puts in the sand and it's like in the order that he does it in it can't all fit mm-hmm. and then he explains about like how you manage things in your life and that's a lot of times what people think I'm talking about when I say like how full is your bucket or about bucket filling mm-hmm. um, but actually bucket filling is like a philosophy or a mechanism that is used from for learning and for interacting with others from as low as, like, kindergarten age, and I know a lot of teachers use it in their classrooms, mm-hmm. up to, um, you know, CEOs and leadership level people who are who are managing, like, mass organizations. Mm-hmm. So the nice thing is it can be as intense and as detailed or it can be as ba- basic and, like, as just simple as anyone needs it to be for their interactions to leverage. Mm-hmm. So the idea of bucket filling just to give kind of a quick background and and I and give you the components is imagining that all people go through life with a bucket and when the bucket is full you have positive energy you have a little pep in your step you're in a good mood you're enthusiastic um you feel like you can work harder it's kind of that your best self right your bucket Mm -hmm. is full you're overflowing with love and it's all good right And then there's looking at the different components of of buckets, which would be a bucket, your bucket, each person's bucket, their water inside of it. And then uh, imagining yourselves as having like a shovel 
or a dipper that you can go and take from your bucket and fill pour into others or you could take from others buckets and uh, like do whatever you want with it but the idea is that we our interactions with each other um, either provide or can take energy positive energy um, so it's really a, an interesting component and when you start to look at it with like very simple actions I think from a kindergarten perspective and the idea that people use it there would be like you are nice to a classmate so you you filled somebody's bucket right mm -hmm. um, super basic uh, we got kind of more in detail about it and I definitely look at it more in detail but yeah ultimately the idea is that if you have positive energy to give and you have positivity to give so it can be in all different forms mm -hmm. um a smile a note a compliment um acknowledgement a prize you know whatever yeah. the case may be um you would start to fill yourself up and, mm -hmm. and start to feel full and overflowed by continuing to like give that energy to others mm -hmm. as well and make sure that others are feeling full it's mm -hmm. like a ricochet yeah. kind of effect so that's sort of what bucket filling is mm -hmm. um i don't know if from do you have anything to add to that well I mean I talked about like I feel like it's applicable to any type of relationship or situation um whether it be in a professional scholastic or even like uh interpersonal relationships mm -hmm. I feel like you can really apply bucket filling into any situation to make those relationships more productive and healthier yeah I would go as far as saying yeah um and I think it's something that you don't always think about and it sometimes you're able to um you know naturally like bucket fill and automatically just like do those things but I think some something for me like I try to actively think like about filling people's buckets mm -hmm. and I think you do the same mm -hmm. um, because sometimes it's not super easy to do especially when you don't feel like you have that positive energy to give and I think still actively doing that even when you don't have that energy gives you energy mm -hmm. um, but also like I think that not having the energy and choosing not to do it can actually even dip your bucket more Okay. By having, like, continuous negative feelings. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I think, like, sometimes I think about it in just, like, you wake up and you don't, you feel like you have nothing to give, right? Like, some, day, some days are like yeah. that. You, you're just, you're empty. And mm -hmm. in that case, your bucket is empty, right? Yeah. So, the last thing that you're going to do is be extra peppy to the person in line at the Wawa. Yeah. And be extra nice to someone who serves you. Yeah. And, you know, go around saying, I love your shoes. Like, yeah. it's almost like that awareness of little things like that is just like, um, I feel like it's like a tunnel vision. Like, mm -hmm. when your bucket is empty and you're negative, all you can focus on and all your energy is going to, like, getting through the day, right? Yeah. Not noticing the Absolutely. little things and not doing those, those little nuances. Whereas, if you even sometimes fake it like sometimes you don't feel all that but let's say you like get to work and it's somebody's birthday and like everybody's happy and they're gonna go out to lunch mm -hmm. and you like 
are like, I'm going to join in with that and I'm going to have the best attitude possible. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to set aside how negative mm-hmm. I might be feeling and, and almost doing that and like just putting it into motion mm-hmm. and like acting out the steps yeah. can start to give you, you could finish that lunch and, and almost have like forgotten the negativity that yeah. you're feeling because now you're feeling fulfilled. Well, I fulfilled. Think, I think a lot of things in life is you a lot of times receive the energy that you put out into the universe. Sure. So when you're having positive interactions with people, are kind to people, are having good energy, you receive that too from from mm-hmm. your interactions mm-hmm. with those people. Um, whereas if you're negative and you allow your negativity to seep into your interactions with people, they're going to be negative back to you mm-hmm. and it's only going to make your bucket less full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with someone about how, um, like, I, one of my love languages is, like, words of affirmation. Same. I do really well with people telling me... How awesome you are. How'd you know? <laughs> um, We're no. very similar. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were asking about, like, now that I have had a divorce and now that I'm single, like, where am I finding words of affirmation? And, like, am I finding myself out looking for them? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, with the intention. Like, I'm going to do this with the intention First of getting. traps right, on yeah. Instagram to get. Like, compliments. Yeah. 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 Um, which, compliments are great. And I, I don't think. I'm not going to knock anyone for putting things out there because they want mm-hmm. responses. I think it's all kind of part of how we interact. I've done that. But I did, my response to them was actually I just start putting out into the into the universe what I'm looking to receive back mm-hmm. or what I feel like I'm lacking. So when I'm feeling like I want someone to acknowledge me and the good things that I'm doing and, and tell me I'm doing a great job and tell me they enjoy my positivity, I just mm-hmm. like am positive to people. Mm-hmm. I just tell them the things I like about them. Yeah. And I feel like I just start putting it out there and it's not that I'm expecting, I don't expect any one or every person that I provide positive energy to, to give me it back. Mm -hmm. But I notice that it creates that type of environment for me. And so I start to get it naturally. Mm -hmm. And those words of affirmation mean so much more because a lot of times it's not on the thing I did for them. It's on something else, but it's made them feel positive that they're looking at me and seeing something else that Mm -hmm. they want to like then provide positivity back. So, um, so I would just say like that is one way that I've seen or kind of amusing bucket filling, Mm -hmm. um, as a way to also fulfill myself and to give myself the love that I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. um, that I'm, you know, not getting from a partner. So, um, that was one thing. I think the other components of it and the harder parts about bucket filling and viewing your energy and living life, looking at your energy as being a bucket of water is, um, where the water is coming from and how the water is leaving your bucket, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. in this philosophy, there is kind of a commonality of people that they refer to as like bucket dippers. And so this can be something that's, you know, you've had a falling out with someone or you've had a fight with someone or you have bad blood with them and seeing them in person or hearing things about them just like makes you feel negative. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to always be intentionally like mm-hmm. that they're trying to drain your bucket but I think there's that that can drain your bucket just things that Mm -hmm. don't that take positive energy from you right yeah um but then there's also people who we refer to as like Debbie Downers I think is a good um and what was the example that you used from Monsters Inc oh the slug lady what is her name by Uh, the way 
it's like Gladys or something like yeah. that. We're going to have to look it up. But yeah. it's like, well, you should have filed your paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll be watching you. Always <laughs> watching. Um, but she's a perfect example of like just a downer, right? Like mm-hmm. you may have a positive attitude and you're like, hello, it's great to see you. And they're like, F the world. Yeah. Right. And there are people who are like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're probably empty. Their bucket is empty. Um, but those can be people who are drainers. And so one thing that I've been kind of trying to concept around, and I know there's a little bit of a topic around it that I just read about, but like having a lid to your bucket. So I have a few people in my life that um, inevitably I will see them and interact with them. Inevitably. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not that I don't... You can't escape in life. They're a part of your life. You are going to always see them. And I don't know that I want to escape them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that they're miserable. And sometimes I need to protect my energy and I don't go around them. Mm -hmm. Because I know that that I don't don't have the strength to protect my energy. So I separate myself from them. But ultimately, it's not not that I don't want to see them in life. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do need to know and identify, like, I need to put a lid on my bucket and protect my energy because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be with a person who drains me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have patients like that. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure. And um, that do really drain you and everything you do is not enough. And everything you do is to spite them. I was just thinking of the guy, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the guy that you had that would just like, help, help me. Like, that must have been so exhausting. (laughs) It was. But honestly, he was less exhausting than the people who, like, are actively spewing negativity. Yeah. Versus, like, he was confused and constantly calling for help when he didn't need it, but... He wasn't, when I was going in there, telling me that I was an awful nurse and I was purposely trying to give him bad care and, like, things like that. Those types of patients, which is not the case. I really do try my best. And everyone, you know, in the healthcare field, you know, we put as much effort as we can into making sure that we're filling our patients' buckets because that is our job. Um, but there are patients that not everyone is. Perfect. I was going to say everybody's different. Every industry does have downers. Yes, like I'm not there say, are people who are. I mean, negative. I already gave you the example of one of. Mm-hmm. That's one a coworker. Of the, that's, that's a, a coworker. Downer. Yeah, that yeah. that every time I give her report, I'm like, why does she hate me? But yeah. it's just the way she interacts with everyone. Yeah. Um. No, but um, there are patients like that, and I think kind of before I even enter the room, I prepare myself. I, like, go into a storage closet, I act like I'm getting all the supplies, sometimes I am, and I sit there for, like, a minute, and I just kind of calm myself, I take a deep breath, I tell myself, Martha, you're an amazing nurse, you care for your patients, you are doing the best that you can right now, and then I go into those rooms, and, like, giving myself that, like, little pep talk kind of closes my lid and tells me protect it protect yourself yep keep that energy in there don't let don't expose it to the air to be tipped out and also don't let someone's negative things that they're saying to you be true 
So like them, not yeah. that they're, but like them taking your energy is them somehow seeping into, it's like the getting mm-hmm. under your skin. It means that they're, those things that they're saying are getting to you, right? And that and yeah. they shouldn't because they're not correct and they're yeah. not right and they're not what you need to carry with you. So I think that's a great example of like being able to close your lid or being able to acknowledge, okay, this person is, I'm not going to let this person take my positive energy. Yeah. I'm going to save it for later. Yes. Um, but I think one thing that is harder and I've been trying to figure out how to like quickly identify is not knowing mm-hmm. that that is coming. Yeah. Right. It's always easy when you know you're able to like mentally prepare yourself before you enter. But when you are already in the situation and then you're like, oh shit, this person's tip in my bucket what am I gonna do and you real quick gotta scramble and put that lid on how do you do that yeah and I think even sometimes for me like the um I just lost the word I was looking for but like the surprise attack of it Mm -hmm. can like drain you a lot quicker than what it is so it's not so much that it's a big drainer it's that you weren't prepared for it yes and I think for me a lot of the times where those things get me the most is when I'm like feeling really good so like I can use, I've had this happen like at stores before where like I'm really positive and I'm just like bopping around, got all my energy. I'm, I'm just filling buckets. All the deals on the clearance rack, you know. And then like I get to the register and I'm like, hi, how are you? How's it going? And I immediately am getting like, yeah, aggressive, negative energy. And I feel like then I leave the store and like sometimes I'll think about it for the rest of the day. Like why did, why was that woman such a bitch to me? Uh-huh. When, like, I was smiling at her, I was nice to her, I don't know what's going on in her life, but, like, her, that, that interaction is able to completely take my positive energy, and then now, am I gonna still be interacting with everybody with that pep in my step, that, hey, ho, girl, I like your shoes, girl, I like your dress, you look cute, how's it going, have a great day, God bless you, no, I feel like I lose all of it, I'm just like, yeah. And now I'm like, where's least, the pizza? Where's the wine? Yeah. Going or, home. <laughs> or at least you lose some of it. Even just losing some of it, I feel like you end up, like, getting to the neutral. Yeah. You don't necessarily always go straight to the negative, depending on how much that person tips your bucket. Yeah. But it can't even bring you to the neutral, which I feel like you're you're then, like, on a cliff. You're at the neutral zone. You can either fall into the You need negative, that experience positive or energy. Or you need that positive energy to bring you back on the mountain. Yeah. Um, but you're hanging in the balance. And I feel like that is a vulnerable spot to be in. It's almost like the next person you interact with, depending on how they treat Make you. Make or breaks your day. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially if you wake up in that neutral zone where it's like you're not super peppy-steppy, but you're not... I love Peppy Steppy. That's Peppy like my Steppy. perfect. So basically, <laughs> like, I imagine, and maybe not everybody, people use the term like bubbly too. And not everybody is that type of personalities, but I am. And when my energy is good, I'm very peppy. I'm, I'm got a lot to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think that that's kind of one of those things. And those are, these are all natural interactions. So like they're happening Either way, whether you're referring to your your energy as a bucket or you're thinking about it from a bucket perspective, mm-hmm. but the idea is if you can identify your your energy and your positivity as that and think, okay, how full is my bucket, then go out and do that to others. So the other thing is with that negative person, like even though they may have gotten to me, I may have filled their bucket, and then the mm-hmm. next person that they interact with, they're a little less negative. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it it can be one of those things where I think. 
if you identify it and you think about it in that aspect, you don't get personally offended mm-hmm. or personally um, thrown off. Because I think the worst thing is to question who you are as a person because of the way other people yeah. treat you. And you start to down yourself and mm-hmm. almost empty your own bucket because mm-hmm. you're validating feelings, thoughts, emotions of another person's interaction mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. So if you can identify it as a bucket, it almost separates it from you and it's just viewing it as a positive interaction and negative interaction and how you have the energy to then share mm-hmm. and continue that. Um, and ultimately, the most important part is the more that you can give out into the world, the more that your bucket will fill up and overflow. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there's a need to be able to identify when your bucket is empty. And sometimes it's not always just going to be someone being positive to you or someone being nice to you to fill your bucket. So mm-hmm. like if you're completely empty and you don't have anything to give, um, being able to identify like I don't have anything to give and I need to kind of like take a step back and sleep 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could all do that. <laughs> True. Um, but that I think is kind of... Um, I interact in my life with that, and I've learned that um, a little bit of kindness, a little bit of recognition can go a really long way in Mm -hmm. making a person feel happy and giving them positive energy, but also, like, growing in your relationships with people. Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, I just just kind of learned – I learned this theory from a leadership perspective Mm – about like four years ago mm-hmm. and I've I've been obsessed with it and yeah. I refer to it as filling people's buckets and people joke around with me all the time now that I've like spread it around my workplace people will always be like ab you're filling my bucket mm-hmm. and I'm like thanks I'm That's so fun. glad but um yeah, yeah. no I I think I, and I try to I actually very much try to use this especially at work so in some cases I am the leader of the of the team um as a nurse hey and well that's totally intimidating but um and being able to fill people's buckets while at work makes a more productive team not only like does it sometimes fill my bucket to have that like their reaction of me filling their bucket but when I am actively telling people especially like the aides that I work with when I'm saying thank you for doing that and genuinely meaning thank you I know I could have done that but I'm really busy and I appreciate you doing that for me because it takes so much load off of me and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that they are more likely to do that for me in the future they don't do it better with more effort exactly and more willing versus when I am expecting them to do things and basically saying like that's not my job that's yours you need to do this for me they kind of drag their heels and most people would in that situation when they're getting that type of negative energy in a commanding way I feel like you're either not going to do a great job or you're going to be less motivated to do the job in general so I feel like having that type of energy is great especially at work but also like not even being the leader but having people that I work with on an equal basis so like I gave you the example last night I had someone from our central monitoring unit who I was interacting with because a patient was having weird things happening with their heart rate and Mm -hmm. they were monitoring it from that unit versus me being on the floor and like having all of my patients 
And so she was calling me whenever something weird was happening and we were collaborating as a, yep. as a work Doing your team jobs together. And, yeah. you know, working simultaneously to give our patient the best care because it is both of our patient. And I, like, sent her this little, like, touch point is what they're called at my job. And it's basically, like, a little thank you card and it gives them points actually in our system and then after a certain amount of points you can reward change it in for a reward yeah or we have for high like, fives exactly at work. yeah or you can get like gift cards or anything like that but it's something that is a written thing of like thank you i appreciate what you did so i sent her one it literally took me five seconds to write out i put her name in i said thank you so much for the collaboration today i'm so glad i had another set of eyes to make sure that like my patient was being well cared for and I always feel better when I know that I have someone there watching over our patients together because I know that they're getting the best possible care and she texted me and was like you made my night and thank you so much because like we don't always get that recognition and it means so much more when we do yeah so whether or not that filled my bucket that made her shift and now I think every time you guys inter work together now, mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be a positive interaction because there's a dynamic of you providing positive energy mm -hmm. and saying thank you. And like when you were just mentioning the thank you thing, I was thinking about that. Like there are people out there who like refuse to say thank you. And maybe it's an mm -hmm. entitlement thing. Yeah. But like thank you can go such a long way. Yes. And it can change a whole dynamic of how someone does work. So this is huge in the leadership perspective. And I'm all about leadership and I'm all about creating enthusiasm around mm -hmm. work. So like you said, there's, there's lots of studies on a positive work environment mm -hmm. creates more productivity. Yeah. So positive interactions in relationships will create more productive relationships, more produ yeah. productive work relationships, more productive friendships, mm -hmm. more productive love relationships, right? Yeah. Um, it can kind of be taken into every aspect of life. Yes. Um, I think it's an awesome thing. And like, I think for others, you know, now that you have the ability to identify, or if even if you just take this idea now to start to think about what energy you have to give on a daily basis and how you interact with people and how you treat them in very short little interactions and how it makes you feel, um, it'll start to shift the yeah. dynamic and you'll be someone who has positivity. It, those people who have a smile on their face mm -hmm. and when they light up a room and they mm -hmm. make you feel warm and they make you kind of sit up straight and they make you have a little bit more energy. Um, and it, the goal for me is to be someone like that. Like yeah. that's why I do this because I want people to, to feel good and want to be better and be able to do better because they have someone telling them they can kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I think that's a great example and I think it's small, it's simple interactions. It shouldn't be life changing. You don't have to sacrifice your whole life no. to fill somebody's it's bucket. It's as little as saying thank you. Right. It's, it's very, um, interesting. And so I think if, if it's something even you just take and kind of say, okay, I'm going to be kind to my service workers. Like obviously we're not all going out to eat right now, but like be kind to your waiters and waitresses. Like, yeah. And, and I think even more so when someone's being unkind to you or someone is negative, maybe they're not being unkind, but you can kind of see in their demeanor and their facial expression and the tone of their voice that they're not, they're not, they don't have positive energy right now. Yeah. Um, it's not about you likely. Right. Yeah. And you could be the person to change that. 
Yes. Right. So it's one of those things. But um, I think there's lots of other aspects of this. We were chatting about the topic before getting into the podcast. And I feel like there's even parts that we didn't get into today. Mm -hmm. Um, But they can be for kind of a different day. Um, Yeah. I mean, we can always make part two. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing about bucket filling is it's not going anywhere in my life. And Mm -hmm. I think the more that I grow as a professional and potentially a leader in, in my work environment, um, as, as, as I grow into relationships and try and date and be uh, a partner with someone, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- these are all things that matter to me because I do, I have always thought about this and, and I've even gone through a divorce and a very awful breakup mm-hmm. with bucket filling still being something that I was like aware of and, and very into. And like, I, I spent a lot of time filling my partner's bucket and focusing on how I could provide them positive energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beknownst to them, well, maybe they were aware. I don't think they were aware. I think they just were mentally ill. They drained my bucket all the time. It would take actual effort, acknowledgement to provide positivity. Mm -hmm. And I think it was fake in those interactions because it wasn't natural. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just one of those things to kind of keep keep track of. And it's helpful to be able to identify toxic people. Right. So Mm -hmm. if someone's always negative and they have to fake their positivity to you or their appreciation for you, that may be a sign. And there's no shame in cutting toxicity out of your life. Hell no. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's any, I mean, I think a lot of people in a lot of different situations feel that they have to keep certain people in their lives, whether it be friends, family, etc., based on pre, pre-devised pre I notions. think they're connections to you or yes, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, you need to protect your bucket. And um, if you have someone who is negative, I don't think that there's any shame in completely cutting them out of your life or, you know, knocking down your relationships with them. Yeah. I think there's levels to it, right? We talked about being able to identify this person and say, I'm going to close. I'm going to put a lid on my bucket right now. I'm going to interact with them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be where they are, but I'm not going to let them take my energy. Mm -hmm. And then there's another level two of saying, I need to remove this person from even being in the vicinity of my bucket because I'm not going to risk them popping that lid. Yeah. And emptying me out or whatever (laughs) you might be. So um, I hope that this topic is helpful for some. And and if you guys have heard about bucket filling at all before, I'd be curious to know other people's um, interpretation of it and how they've interacted with it Mm -hmm. in life. Or even how you implement it into your life. Yeah. Like, is there something that you make sure you do every day? Like, some people do schedule, like, I'm going to compliment someone every day. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like little things, you know? So whatever it may be. Um, go out, fill some buckets today. Yeah. And hopefully that makes you feel full. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for our support sister today, we want to fill your buckets if we haven't already done <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I'm hoping your buckets so, full. Yeah, I just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has been listening, who has been giving feedback. Um, we both really appreciate you guys, all of you, um, in supporting the two of us in this journey. And um, honestly, we wouldn't be doing if it if it wasn't for you. And yeah. you guys are filling our bucket by doing the simple thing of listening, listening to our crazy rants. <laughs> and sometimes even 
being like, yeah, to our craziness. It, it, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely fills my bucket. Um, and hopefully we can fill yours too.